0: you're listening to Pure Opelka.
2: I didn't shoot anybody, sir. I haven't been told what I'm wait, here for. Wait, on, you have a lawyer? No, so I don't. I'm just you're a party. Of what happens is things come to you, and a person came to me, uh, showed me this footage of all these unique and interesting interviews around people who were associated with the JFK assassination and some were alive and some had been killed and some disappeared mysteriously and i was fascinated by the stories and i got the rights and i edited together the documentary i made a deal with screen vision for one night only which is tonight you can go to ikilledjfk.com to find the theater near you and i also filmed a panel with five of the remaining living experts on the jfk assassination Which will actually air immediately following the documentary. So it's an amazing thing. It it will really change your life forever when you see these stories.
0: Well, Barry, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide anything from you. I happen to be very good friends for decades with a guy who wrote a book called Case Closed. His name is Gerald Posner. He's an investigative writer, a journalist who uh, I believe wrote the definitive book in all the books I've seen. you know when when Oliver Stone calls you out and doesn't like your book, to me that gives you a little bit of credibility. And I I thought Gerald's book was pretty rock solid, but you're saying that when I see this tonight, my world's going to be changed. I'm not going to believe it was Oswald.
2: Absolutely not and I'm gonna I'm gonna share with your audience why. Okay, so let's just start off with this. Okay, if you are, let's say you or I are assigned with the task or we've decided in our minds that we are going to kill the leader of the free world, the most important people person in the world, are we going to go and buy and get a gun that's an old rickety gun that has no scope that works properly, that you have to manually load and unload or are we going to use one of the latest guns possible that doesn't have anything like that and automatically gets us where we want to go with our target that's the oh. first thing i want to share with you second okay
0: all right where, so
2: do you know of any do you know of any murder that's been solved in an hour or an hour and a half where you actually find the person where there's no physical evidence of any guy anybody saying hey I saw that guy in the window there with the gun uh and then they find him in a movie theater an hour and a half later and bring him to the police station so that's our guy that's the guy who killed the president when he it, there's no evidence of that thirdly if I could keep going sure go ahead uh the pe- the people who did this and I have over 20 interviews from people. And let me, let me say this about, uh, I, know, I have no dog in this fight. I really don't. I, you know, if you believe Oswald did it, fine. Let's just talk about these things that happened that don't make sense. The people in the mob, it's well documented. They didn't like Kennedy. His father promised Sam Giacana if he helped them win Illinois, they'd leave them alone. He hired his brother Robert Kennedy. They went after the mob. So in this documentary, you're going to find out how there were two shooters who were under Sam Giancana, John Roselli and Chuck Nicoletti, who were scheduled to be two of the shooters that day in Dealey Plaza. And the guy who actually fired the shot that killed Kennedy was a runner for the mob. He was their driver. He was calibrating their weapons. And what happened was the morning, actually the night before, they met Jack Ruby in a diner, and Jack Ruby handed them an envelope, which had the change in the motorcade route. Why don't you do the research in presidencies and see how many times a motorcade route has been changed the day before? Okay, so they give them the documentation. The next morning, he goes to meet the two of them in Dealey Plaza to, to get their everything straight. One of the guys, Johnny Roselli, isn't there. He says to Chuck Nicoletti, where's where's Johnny? He says the CIA called off the hit. There's an abort team. They called off the hit. He's not going to be shooting. He said, well, why are you here? He said, because screw it. I came here to do a job. I'm going to do the job. Do you want to be my backup? I'm going to be in the DalTech Tech building, not the sixth floor depository, the DalTech Tech building. Where would you be to back me up if I don't get the headshot? They walk around. They go behind the fence of the grassy knoll. They say, this is the perfect place. I could pass myself off as a train employee. I could do it easily. And they looked, and they saw the street sign from the famous Sapruder film. That's the obstruction. He said, well, you know, there's an obstruction here. You're only going to get one shot. He said, then, look, Chuck, I I only need one shot. God, if you don't hit him in the head, i got the clear route here. It's like 50 yards away, and I'm all set. And that's how it went down. And talk about Jack Ruby real quickly. Here's another piece of evidence that uh, is, is, is you can find. Jack Ruby used to work for uh, Al Capone when he was a kid. He was tied to the Chicago mob. He goes into the police station. Now, let me, ex- let me ask you guys something in your audience. All right. This guy worked at the local strip club. This guy, okay, his whole day consisted of nude women, cash. Nude women, cash. Rinse, lather, repeat. Now, if you have that lifestyle, are you going to walk into a police station and kill somebody knowing that you're going to go to jail for the rest of your life and leave that life? Unless somebody told you, hey, listen, um, if you do this, we'll take care of you. worry you'll be a hero you'll tie it all together oswald was the guy and i know i'm talking a lot but i think this is important i want to share one more thing with your audience if you you don't mind
0: you're telling a great story barry katz uh you're telling the story that we're going to see in this movie tonight this documentary which has historical footage that that you're you're showing us proves that what we've heard and what we've read about the JFK assassination may be completely different from what's presented here tonight in a one-night event called I Killed JFK. What's the last thing you want to share?
2: I want to share this for your audience, okay? It's sure. a different time. Back then, there was no YouTube. President Trump used all the troubles he's having he's having the troubles because what got him into office is taking him down, cameras everywhere, showing him left and right, people replaying them. You can't cover stuff up when he fired the CIA guy. he says one thing, then another day another you can't you can't cover things up. But back in '63, there was no YouTube. The Sapruder video wasn't available. It clearly shows he was shot from the back and the front. Slow it down. Listen. Right. Look at it right now while we're talking. And two last things, and then I'll let you go. Okay. Jim Mars, who I interviewed, he said this to me. The documentary, it's great. It shows that this guy did it. I believe it. But what's more important is who had the power to cover it up for 54 years? And you address this in the documentary. And lastly, Gordon Ferry, who's the national security advisor to five presidents, including Eisenhower on down, He said, Barry, I was there. I know what went down. When Trump says he's going to drain the swamp, what do you think at the bottom of the swamp? November 22nd, 1963 was like a party, a social event in Dallas. People flew in from all over the world to see Kennedy get assassinated. He just was one of the few people who didn't know it was going to happen. Wow.
0: I I got a little bit of a chill, Barry, I have to tell you.